we're going to remember to do an intro this time. Um, I know last episode we talked for like two minutes and then we're like, oh yeah, intro. So uh, welcome Welcome. (laughs) to the Exude That Christianity podcast. This is episode two of our three-part Christmas trilogy, as Robert so eloquently um, said last week. Um, Super excited to talk about this time of year. Super excited. Uh, We got to talk about some fun things and we talked about family a little bit, but today's episode is going to be a little bit more, uh, I think we said, specific to family and the importance of it i guess yes yeah, because in the trilogy of things uh here with the exude that uh, christianity podcast we do the fun the faith and the family or the faith the family the fun or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. uh the order that that strikes us so last uh last episode of course was the fun this is going to be the family edition uh, <laughs> which i always like that you know you always get the family edition yeah, or something yeah. um so yeah we're going to be focused on the family and i think with uh this past couple of years with the covid thing Mm -hmm. i think if anything's drawn families more together it's the fact that we're having to do that we're having to live uh, a little bit more around each other a lot of people were forced into teleworking which um a lot of people actually wanted to stay with the teleworking thing because they started enjoying uh not only just being home but the fact that you are being home surrounded by your family you're getting to know your kids more you're getting to know your wife more your mm-hmm. wife may get a chance to know you more yeah. you know all these things that were coming together and, and and i think really it just seems like families have gotten just a little now unfortunately for some it may drive them away i don't know but seems like the ones that i've been around all the families seem to have gotten a little bit closer over the past couple of years due to the circumstances which again uh whenever we are looking at our lives and our Christian walk, the fact that you can take something that's such a negative because, yeah, COVID's real. I understand that a lot of families mm-hmm. affected by it, and that is, it, it could be devastating in some circumstances, but in but some people have that silver lining, that mm-hmm. fact that we are going to be able to get spend a little bit more time together. Yeah, we're forced to by the government mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, yeah. some kind of mandate or something like that. But uh, the fact that you are spending more time together, actually, you get to take advantage of something like that. And it was really good to take advantage of that this past couple of years. And I think that's one of the reasons why traditionally the Christmas season was the time that families spent more time together because it's really cold out. Usually people aren't out doing a bunch of different things. You know, that's kind of the time that everything Everything kind of settles down for just a couple of weeks during that season. And so you're right. COVID certainly kind of brought that out of December and, you know, away from the Christmas tree and just and kind of every day. But definitely, I think Christmas, that was one of the things is everybody kind of slows down. A lot of people get some time off work, even like um, factories and stuff. A lot of the factories I know around here close for that week around Christmas and New Year's and just say, you know what, spend it with your family. And hopefully um, you listening, hopefully you get an opportunity to do that as well. But yeah, I think that certainly it's one of the my favorite things about uh, Christmas is just that that time where it's really focused on the family a lot a lot of times too because now we're buying gifts for family so I'm considering right interest and in things of different members of my family and and like okay how can I make them feel good what's something that I think that they would appreciate or like um, I know when we had our, our our we call it our fight club our accountability group when we had our Christmas extravaganza the year before last because last year we had a couple guys deployed but. Uh, you know, I remember that like the gifts that we got to play. Uh, what, what is it? You call it white elephant. Some people call it dirty Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but those gifts, some some of the thought behind them were so fun. But I, I feel like you're always the best at getting. Eh, well, and I think it really, I think gift getting 
is all dependent on how well you know the people. Mm-hmm. And I think with us being so close and everything, it was it was almost a no-brainer on how to yeah. pick out certain gifts and everything. I, do I have an act? Eh. But, um, but I do like, if things are interesting to me and I know that I have similar likes with my friends, mm-hmm. then I know they're going to love it. I mean, you, you, everybody and anybody that's out there uh, loves Mr. Rogers. So I think that was one of the things that I chose, <laughs> finding a book by Mr. Rogers. Well, then you'd couple that up with a, 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 a Funko oh, yeah. uh, figure of uh, Mr. Rogers, and that just takes it over the top. And then, uh, of course, the unofficial, uh, and I know we talked about all these great, uh, wholesome uh, Christmas movies, but Die Hard, the unofficial, <laughs> yeah. not so wholesome movie, especially if you're watching it unedited with your kids, not good. Oh, that's um, but you, that movie, the the unofficial Christmas movie, uh, which they did a kid's book, which was quite hilarious yes. without the cussing. Yes. Um, and then, you know, trying to tie something in with that was always something. Actually, I have cool. a recording. I did I ever show you that? I have a recording of our good friend Marshall reading dramatically. Who that won the book? book. Yes, yeah. and he, he did. So, but so kind of in that same vein, because I, I think about like some of you guys are basically family at this point. I mean, I don't separate. I don't. Dis- I don't make a distinction between how I feel about you guys and your families as I do about mine. And I hope that most people have that extended family. Um, but I'm gonna put you on the spot and ask you who is the toughest family member to buy for. So, yeah, my wife and I go through this a lot, and, and surprisingly enough, I mean. I guess you could look at it as being somewhat easy, but but Peyton, our uh, middle child, he's the one that sometimes is the most difficult because you just, there's so many times that we've gotten, there's really three aspects of, of the world that he really mm-hmm. enjoys, and that's uh, anything that deals with uh, the Wiggles, mm-hmm. uh, anything that's dealing with puzzles, and anything doing with movies, particular uh, any kind of animation movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one would think it's quite easy, but then when he has just about everything, mm-hmm. I don't know. That makes yeah. it kind of tough. Now, my dad's a close second um, because he, again, has he has just about everything. Mm-hmm. He's retired now, so he's not working so much with the tools. So that takes out an element of something that we can do. Um, so you really have to start, you know, trying to get creative with the with the gift giving, and then sometimes it comes down to the point where I just uh, <laughs> bluntly ask him, "Hey, what is it that you need?" Yeah, and then, yeah. of course, his answer is, "I don't know," you know, yeah. and and so you have those kind of things. But I think that the the I guess the trick in the gift uh, getting and everything is trying to know that person well enough that you can actually surprise them with something that they'll mm. really appreciate. And I think that's always the gifts that uh, that you'll see them using time and time again. I'm, I'm notorious for getting my wife gifts that I will see get used maybe once or twice, yeah. and then it, it yeah. eventually is in the giveaway bin. So, uh, so I hate it when that happens, and I know I failed in that respect. Yeah. But uh, but every once in a while, I'll get that diamond in the rough where it's something that she does use all the time. So And so for me, yeah, my wife Rachel is definitely the hardest person because – she doesn't like so first of all right i'm i'm a smart husband and all you husbands out there listening i hope you appreciate this advice um you don't buy clothes right because you you can never be right with clothes because either you get the wrong size mm-hmm. or like you're worried about them being too small so you get a bigger size thinking they're going to fail safe but then they get offended as you think they're that big so i just i, well, I shy away you also away. have to take into effect that, or into account that we have no fashion sense when it <laughs> well, comes I, to yeah, all these things certainly. what the trends are Correct. all this stuff so. Correct. rachel uh, got something from her granny recently and i thought she was being sarcastic about loving it i thought she was just kind of playing it up and i was like oh oh you're you're being serious right now but that's the problem and so i'm 
I'm big on like, I'll give you a list. Here's things that you can get me that I'm easy. And, you know, I want some new underwear. I want some new socks. I want stuff that, like you said, I'm going to use, right? So like my headphones broke this year. All right. So now headphones is a great gift, right? Easy slam dunk. My wife, like she'll like, she'll mention something maybe. But then like, if I asked her, like, Hey, do you really want something like this? And there's nothing right. Crickets. And then she, she says she doesn't want anything. Says she doesn't care. Um, I don't want to keep my jewelry cause I wonder the worth of jewelry I've bought. And so it's just, it's just challenge. It's a challenge. And so hopefully I feel like I did really good for her birthday. Um, hopefully I can ride that momentum because I'm not feeling too confident about, about Christmas. And actually I had a dream about it last night. Um, and she wanted something, I can't remember what it was, some sort of cooking thing. Mm. And it was like 200 bucks, 300 bucks. And I was like, ah, we don't really need this, but she really wanted it. And I remember I woke up and I was like, Oh good. That money's still in my account. <laughs> so, uh, actually, so, and I will, so we were walking around and I had, there's this, and I, I hit you up about it, that egg. It's like a boiled egg or it's like oh, an yeah, egg yeah, steamer yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, this is going to be a really great thing. Well, we were walking through and we walked by one and I was like, oh, that's neat. Trying to get her a reaction. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, but I feel like I'd never use it. And it got quiet and I was like, well, that was going to be one of the good gifts. And I was like, that was my ringer. And yep. she started laughing and she thought it was hilarious. And she thought, what she thought was hilarious was that I thought it was such a good gift. Well, now you was, have to get it because then there's the joke that if you do get that gift for her, it's going to be a Well, I'm definitely not going to get it <laughs> if she's listening. Yeah, I'm shaking my head. No, I like the, uh, <laughs> and playing the joke gift too. Uh, so there was a uh, an old gag, a skit. Um, that was on a television show about uh, people getting stuff from uh, one of the drugstores, one of the local yeah. drugstores, as opposed, like one of the chain drugstores, as opposed to like going to a really, like a you know, nice, super duper yeah. thing or not not going to Amazon. Um, so the running gag I think that I have now with uh, my wife is that uh, on Valentine's Day, which I think was where this thing was centered, mm-hmm. uh, or Christmas, I will make sure that I have something from that particular drugstore, yeah. and it's in the bag and everything when I wrap the gift. Yeah, so I, the, I usually yeah. There's usually at least like one. I'm not gonna say like a total gag gift, but there's usually one kind of like fun, kind of mm-hmm. goofy gift for each of my my loved ones just because that's just that's my personality i like having a fun this year i got something for rachel i think she's really gonna like never gonna use it i don't know where we're gonna put it it's totally unnecessary but it's gonna make her smile in that moment which is really all i care about i like i like like i said in the last week's episode i like watching the kids open like i get so like it's that's fun for me and like we tried we tried this last year to include me in the rotation right and so um which her family i don't know how you guys do it rachel's family like they like everybody sits around the tree and then they hand out all the presents okay and then they all open their presents at the same time so and i'm like no like we're gonna open up like we're gonna kind of go in a rotation like i'm gonna hand lucas a gift and we're gonna watch lucas open it and i'm gonna hand Braden a gift and we're gonna watch Braden oh, open it and consuming. then i'll hand wow. well because i don't want to miss their reaction yeah yeah <laughs> well you know so what we typically do we will meet at uh the in-laws house and that night you get to open at least you you'll bring one gift that was wrapped uh preferably more more than likely it's from the the in-laws that yeah. would like that you know the grandparents um and we open that gift after like having a meal and some you know some fellowship and everything with each other uh typically we'll play some games board games mm-hmm. or something like that just something that's really cool and then the next day which is be christmas morning it's basically you have gifts uh, given to us by Santa. The kids come in, you see the reaction. Of course, I'm trying to video it, uh, much like my did all the, uh, my dad did all the time, which we had mentioned in the last show, and so just not on the eight millimeter. Um, but the we have them come in, and then I guess it's kind of a 
we let the kids now, especially now that they can read the tags, makes it a lot easier yeah, that they yeah. hand out the gifts and we'll open. And I guess we'd kind of do a one by one. Uh, each person's opening at the same time, though. Like someone will hand everybody a present. Oh, and then you're opening. And then we're then all, all opening at the same time. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're all kind of. But it is. I mean, it's not rushed or anything. We all kind of take our time. And if it's like one particular gift that that you know everyone's in awe of we may pause yeah. for a few minutes and watch and kind of take and see what i do with me is i'm usually the hander outer and mm-hmm. i get to orchestrate everything but then that means that i've got a pile that's developing mm-hmm. just to the side and then they're all done and the kids are wanting to run off and then mom's like no no no, no. you gotta sit down and watch yeah, watch daddy open his presents and so uh you know that's just kind of how how we've done it and it's just a lot of fun but so do you have any other so you mentioned a couple of little things in there that i don't know if they're traditions but do you have any like specific christmas traditions that your family does so what we really like to do at some point right up right up until actual christmas day we like to go out and just take into uh, account all the uh, christmas lights so there's particular neighborhoods uh, close to us in trustful that are like highfalutin neighborhoods that really have the the big time light displays and stuff yeah. you're very yeah. much in with the uh, christmas vacation mm-hmm. uh, scheme yeah so we will go up and we will uh, you know, watch those. There's a couple of places that are uh, distinguished for Christmas lights. I think they turn uh, one of the old racing, uh, horse racing tracks. That whole area is now being converted into this big thing uh, for Christmas lights display. The Birmingham Zoo, uh, we try to do that at some point in time. Um, so we'll we'll do at least Christmas lights, and then we'll have that function of getting together with uh, with my wife's parents and uh, and having some time there. And then on Christmas Day, uh, it alternates between my house or my sister's house where uh, my family and everything will come over and we'll enjoy Christmas and, you know, have some ham or, or whatever that's, yeah. uh, that's, you know, on the, on the dish, on the menu and everything for that day. Well, one of the things we, we do every year, and I, I kind of referenced it last week, but um, every year one of our traditions is we buy an ornament that's based on what the kids are really into. Mm. So like when Braden was really into Monsters, Inc., we got a Monsters, Inc. ornament. When he started playing basketball, we got a basketball. Lucas got a soccer one. You know, we got a video game controller when they really got into video games. This no, year. No Liverpool This ornament? year. Liverpool so I, I don't believe there is. Actually, I'm glad you said that. I ought wow. to treat myself. But I uh, remember that. Yes. Note so, yeah. So, but the... Uh, this year for Braden and Lucas, it's really the same, and it won't always be the same. But this year it's Fortnite. They're really into Fortnite. Oh, yeah. um, I think last year might have been Minecraft. They got a Minecraft Creeper, and I couldn't remember if I bought a Minecraft one last year, so I bought another one <laughs> this year to put for last year, and uh, they already had one. So, um, but we we finally got to the point where we had so many, and this is also. Um, well, we bought another tree. We had a small tree, and uh, we basically ran out of room because this is the tree that we also put all the, you know, when they're in daycare and even at school, they make the little oh, homemade yeah. ornaments. Your handprint. Yeah, and, and so the uh, the the best of the bunch, you know, and, and like we talked about last week, it's a tough it's tough getting on the tree now. But we got a bigger tree, and so that's kind of our family tree. And it's just a lot of fun. We get to look on there. You know, we got an ornament um, from uh, one of my cousins. Sent a, she had an ornament made with the girls' pictures and their birthdays Aww. and stuff on there. And so that was sweet. And so we added that to the tree. So that that tree has, like, one year we were uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker for uh, – and actually Lucas was Baby Yoda because he's yeah. brand new. That's the year Hilarious. he was born. And we actually – I went to uh, Build-A-Bear. And I bought a Yoda Build-A-Bear, and we took the outfit off of the bear because Lucas was that little because he was born October 9th. And so whatever the the, so the church thing we went, so he fit in the little Yoda outfit. Hilarious. But so that you so I got a Darth Vader and a Stormtrooper, and I'm just saying that that's 
that's Luke when he was wearing the stormtrooper. <laughs> uh, that's my because that's what that's what Braden was. He was basically in a stormtrooper outfit, but no helmet. And then we got him had the green light. I think it was the green lightsaber. I know I probably that might be wrong. Green lightsaber is correct for Luke. Uh, now it, but it what, transcends to blue later on. Actually, yeah, but it when, starts remember off at, blue, at one point he doesn't even sneak around in that armor though i don't know which lightsaber he had or if he, he might not even have one then that no he had before. it uh, ben, ben had given it to him i want to say that one was blue in that particular episode so okay so we were wrong yeah. so that's what we eh, did. Okay. but but we tried but yeah so that's one of our that's probably the biggest like family tradition we have it's the only thing that we've been doing consistently um this whole time and so i love it i love that i talk to some families and you know they go on like they go out of town um every mm-hmm. year um uh one of the uh people that i work with uh down the hall actually he every year that that's their thing is he's he's kind of obligated that hey we're going to get a cabin and that's like that's what their family does and so it's really really cool but i'm always curious about different traditions yeah we do have one more that i had to mention because I, I would get in trouble if i didn't but on my mom's side of the family they have a brunch uh, usually about the second, first or second weekend of December, and we get to gather together with my mom's side of the family and everything, mm-hmm. the Murdochs. Um, and so that one's always a good one. I unfortunately had to miss it this year, but things happen whenever you have yeah. drill. You yeah. just don't know what weekend's going to time out right. But that's usually when we're able to meet uh, or, or get to meet back up with mm-hmm. uh, all my mom's side of the family, and that's really cool, and we enjoy that one. And, of course, uh, one of the good things, Jenny, our host, uh, for that, she always picks out a perfect poem and or Bible verse uh, to read before we have the prayer oh, and then eat. Cool. Yeah. And I always, I mean, it's just one of those things that kind of brings us together. A little sad when we have one less relative uh, joining yeah. us and everything, yeah. but we always remember them in some way, shape, or form, um, whether it be ornaments or, you know, uh, something that was in the house or just uh, stories that reminds us of, you know, when Uncle Jack was there or when Uncle Bud was there, you know, all these things. Um and it, I mean, it's just good time to have and, yeah. and good reflection time. Uh, and then we're all like catching up with everything that mm-hmm. we've missed because typically we're not all together all the time with that particular family. So yeah. it's always good. And that's a good point, too. I think that that's maybe one of the things I, I hope that it's talked about more than maybe I think it is. But, um, you know, some people don't get to be together on Christmas. And that's hard. Obviously, um, we're in the military, so there's a lot of military families who are separated. And, um, and that's maybe a little bit easier because you feel like it's duty. But when you have love, like the loss of a loved one um, or when maybe money or distance you know just can't like my dad he'll be in pennsylvania this year we won't get to do christmas with him i know that's hard for a lot of people and so um just you know how we work through that and how we keep that connection and keep from losing that connection is so important and so even if you can't be together together like i know COVID, sometimes we weren't able to actually get together um, maintain those relationships and then again if they're um if it's someone who's passed away i think like you said that's a great way to kind of honor their memory um is talk about them and and don't don't sit here and dwell on the fact that they're gone but celebrate the fact that they were here yeah and and two two big things too that we do um we do decorations and everything at some of the grave signs like uh, uh joy's uh, grandfather yeah, yeah. will make sure that a wreath's getting put out mm-hmm. there uh we have wreaths across america where we honor soldiers who have uh given their lives um, we have a, a military cemetery out here and we 
try to uh, uh, encourage those that mantra of, of teaching and educating mm-hmm. people to honor the past and, and everything. And then we kind of uh, use that in, not only with our, our immediate family, but also with our military families. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw a post uh, not too long ago from Sergeant Connolly, who I admire greatly, is retired, but was a uh, huge influence as far as seeing how a leader should be mm-hmm. um, when it comes to being a, a good uh, non-commissioned officer. And he was putting out just a, a broad statement, and I don't know what uh, the maybe God was talking to him, something was talking to him to to put it out there, but talking about the fact that if you're out there and you're by yourself, you always have the brotherhood of the military family. You know, we were all serving together. If there's any a uh, uh, time where you know you may be depressed or feeling like you're alone, you're not because you have that that military family that's there for you just yeah. as much as if you don't have that other. Uh, portion of that family uh, as a part of your life. We're always going to have that kinship Mm -hmm. um, to rely on and everything. So I thought that was a really good post and something that kind of touched my heart this morning. Uh, Of course, all I gave him was a thumbs up. I probably should make a comment on about how much I admire uh, what he put out there and the fact that I do, I back that up. You know, if there's anybody out there that that I served with or anything like that, that they Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, uh, that, that there's just you know, no end, no hope inside or anything like that, that they could call and just have that friend to talk to. So, And that's why I think that's why family is so important. And we see um, so often in people that struggle with their mental health or emotional health or any of that, um, so often it's from broken homes and broken families. And God gave us the family unit um, to be a good thing. And obviously through sin and over time, um, those things are not always um, the way they don't operate the way that they should. And I know it's tough. I know uh, my parents were divorced and I know you come from a, you know, a same kind of situation. And so it's, it's hard, um, to, uh, I guess we just have to break that curse, right? Like we get to choose, like, that's why I always tell people that's, I, I love taking care of the people under my roof and I, and I, and I, I think that God has um, certainly he's been very clear in my opinion <laughs> of his instructions for us and and how we should lead them um, but I get great joy out of that but again it's about building them up and it's about um, you know we were created for connection from the very beginning and so um, making sure that those relationships stay healthy um, it's super super important and so um, for me that's been um, really one of the driving forces of my life is not not to allow all the bad things that have happened in my family to dictate how I, you know, and how I take care of the family that I do have, you know. Right, and I think there's a certain appreciation in the military family of being able to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, in the deployments that I've had, one was a year and a half that I was away from my family. Uh, the other one was about nine months, roughly. And, and even though we would have uh, like a, a week leave or a week and a half mm-hmm. leave or something like that, that we got to come home and then go, but we'd have to go back. It was just the fact that we weren't there on some occasions. And it, you know, that kind of hurts when you're not there to be with them. And I think the kids get more of an appreciation that mom or dad are home mm-hmm. from a deployment. Um, and then that particular soldier is also a little bit more uh, grateful on the fact mm-hmm. that they are actually being able to spend a holiday with you know, their, their significant other and their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that separation, it's one of those things where you don't know how much you miss it until it's gone. 
uh, thankfully it's nothing that's permanent, but mm-hmm. when you get to come back, you appreciate it just that much more. And I think that's where a lot of uh, military families seem to have a little bit more closeness when they're back home yeah, uh, yeah. and understanding of what they don't have. And then the other thing to uh, looking at people that have been deployed and their appreciation is coming home and seeing what they had to appreciate, the yeah. house, the shelter, mm-hmm. the green grass, the, mm-hmm. yeah. the kids being around and knowing that they can be clothed and you know, being able to go to school, being able to have food in the pantry. And clean and, water. Yeah, yeah, I mean, clean water yeah. and uh, 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 potties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, any kind of uh, waste management is, uh, is, you know, is a blessing that, you, you know, a lot of people take for granted. Well, I know it don't, it don't it take is. a year to appreciate some of that stuff because uh, when I had to fix that leak under our house a couple weeks back, um, I had the water shut off for, you know, like uh, 12 or 18 hours or something like that. And uh, Rachel was ready to choke me out. She said, you need to figure this out, fix it, get somebody over here. I don't care what you got to do. I need to be able to flush. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. I'll make some calls. So uh, that's funny. So uh, I, I know that. So I know I'm going to take some time off um, between Christmas and New Year to spend some time with the family. I'm assuming that you're going to do the yeah, same. Yeah, I talked to Peyton this morning. He and I were in agreement that uh, I will probably uh, work one day of the week of uh, okay. Christmas and then take uh, the fact that I've been blessed with the job that allows me to take some off days prior mm-hmm. to uh, that I will do that so that one day should cover down hopefully on anything that's uh, going on uh, at our particular job and then I won't have that phone call uh, in the next couple of days of something that has gone wrong that I have to yeah. go and rectify so well I look forward to spending some holiday time with the family um, now you mentioned did you mention last week about an ornament that you were gonna wait a family a special family so yeah there there is and this is one of those things where I do uh, look back and uh, realize that God was putting signs out in front of me and mm-hmm. I just and it's one of those things you don't think about until later on but um so there was a particular ornament that we have uh, that Joy and I noticed when I was pulling out because I kept a lot of my old ornaments this one was a nice little um metallic ornament like a almost like a bronze uh kind of ornament and or maybe it's more gold like you know gold plated I'm yeah, sure yeah. not actual gold but um but this gold plated ornament with my name on it and a little kid like a uh, uh, in his with his toboggan and everything and it's just centered around uh this little ornament and just inscribed in the ornament is my name but right below that is joy uh, now of course it's joy for christmas but we always thought it was interesting that this ornament that I've kept yeah. this whole time and this is like from Early aught in you know seventies late seventies like early eighties time frame yeah. is when I received this ornament and kept it all these years and you know it was just one of those things where my wife's name obviously is Joy if those of yeah. you are out there who don't know that so it was just <laughs> one of those things that we find very cute and we make sure that that ornament always makes the cut uh, up there now that one along with a quote from uh, Joy's grandfather who was uh, extremely influential in this family mm-hmm. uh, in the Walker family that I married into uh, and he passed away. Uh, a few years back, quite a few years back now. Um, but it was close to the holidays, and that's one of those things where that quote of his uh, is, uh, they made it into an ornament. And so that one, obviously, that's number two that yeah. makes the cut. And then the third one is our uh, picture of our anniversary that we had. And, and one of those ornaments that you get on a yearly basis, yeah, it yeah, has the yeah. year on mm-hmm. it. And so the year that we were married and everything, that ornament with our picture in it from the wedding day, mm-hmm. uh, that one is the, those are the top three that have that's to awesome. make the tree. Everything yeah, else we, is just we have one of those with the year that we got married in, and we have one that's got the little like ceramic with like the family. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, we don't get them every year, but what I love is that we have one where there's only there's two, there's a mom, a dad, and one baby. 
and then there's a mom and a dad and then a big kid and a baby and yeah, it yeah. makes me smile because you know just how god has grown my family over the last couple of years we're still growing obviously and we were doing so. that too with the little figurines that you can get at your i guess i can say this hallmark stores yeah um i can't think of the actual name of the brand but they have these uh molded um figurines okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they all come in like different shapes and sizes and as our family has grown and developed as tyler has gotten older we get the bigger kid oh, okay, version yeah. and same with Avery, i wouldn't want to have to i won't have to do that because mine keeps getting wider <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> well they probably have those too <laughs> so, but uh but funny. then the mom and dad figures stay the same yeah. as all the other figures around them start growing so every year we kind of or not every year but maybe every other year we just try to update those so that they're all kind of you know size appropriate and everything yes. we don't have the baby anymore that's it's funny. you know it's gotten to be a little bit older kid so it's pretty cool well that's awesome well that's a lot of fun that's going to be it for this episode i hope that you listening are able to spend time with your family your friends that treat you like family uh, whether you like it or not um, whether it's your church family your work family i hope that you have a chance to spend time with family yeah not only spending a chance with them but also spending a chance with your family and take advantage and, and just getting back into what this podcast is relative to is learning more about God, mm-hmm. learning more about what this season is about. It's not about the gift giving so much as the ultimate gift that was given. That was, you know, uh, Jesus coming yeah, to, yeah. to 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 big you know, to the it earth is. as a human in human form, uh, coming to this earth and trying to rectify uh, everything wasn't completely. But then in the end. Uh, it wasn't the desired result, I think, that we wanted, mm-hmm. but what happened in him dying on the cross uh, to save us from all our sin, uh, you know, that's that's the most, uh, you know, the most important factor that we need to focus on and making sure that we, when we do have those family moments, that, that we have those times mm-hmm. that we can take advantage of looking into the Absolutely. Bible, looking into the greatest story ever told. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So I challenge you listening to when you're with your family this year, um, find an excuse, find a way to bring it up. I mean, the way is there. Like, the excuse is there. Hey, it's Christmas. Let's just take a moment and consider what it means that God got off his throne and he came to help us when he didn't have to, which I always tell people is the best part of this whole story is God didn't have to. And God could have even still sent Jesus and then not made him pay our sacrifice, but he could have been like, see, he did it. Why didn't you? And so uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's a wonderful time of year. Um, And so, um, yeah, so do that, do that. And, uh, and if you get in trouble because of it, well, then that's okay. There's yeah. worse things to be persecuted that's for. Right, that's right. So uh, well, I'll close this. We'll see you guys next time. Um, next, uh, the next week's episode will be our faith episode. Um, it's going to be, you know, we'll talk the Christmas story. We'll talk Jesus and what it means a little bit more in depth. We'll talk about some things about the Christmas story that um, actually I just preached on this uh, last uh, Wednesday in our young adults yeah, class. Yeah, I'm interested in this one. Yeah. I, yeah this, you, the, you've given me the hint, yeah, but I haven't heard the whole one. I can't I wait say that, it's a so. familiar story, the Christmas story, that we often don't know very well. And so we're going to talk about some uh, popular uh, immaculate misconceptions, if you will. Oh, there it is. And, There's uh, the teaser. So yeah. So um, we'll talk about that next week and uh, maybe have a, a devotional or two about Christmas or New Year's. And so um, really looking forward to it. I hope that you have a, uh, a great week and we'll talk to you guys next week. So God, we just thank you for this day and this opportunity to talk about family. God, this unit that you've given us. God, we thank you for not only our immediate family, God, but our extended families, the families we've married into. God, we thank you for the work families and the friend families and, and all the people that you've given us opportunities to be in relationship with. God, I pray that those relationships would reflect your love. God, that we would lead our families, our friends. We would walk out um, what you would have for us, God, that we would exude Christianity in our families. So God, help us do that. And, and we'll give you all the praise and glory for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. 
see how I stole I your did. life. I did. I like that. Stole your life. And I got. I mean, I, I was just glad I had a little shout out to Joe and Jenny for their brunch because not only was the time with the family and and doing the mm-hmm. Bible verse. And now is that this poem, weekend? You're missing it? No, that was this past. This weekend. past. So unfortunately, weekend. I had to miss it this year, but. Uh, I'll make sure that they know that they were mentioned in this because hey, not them. only not only is the time together with the family, the food's awesome too. So. Is it? Oh, it's, it's making me hungry. It is. <laughs> it's time for me to go eat. <laughs>